Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's running commentary and it's a beautiful morning. It is a gorgeous morning. Very nice. We're on Hackney Marshes. Twice round. Twice round. Recovery run for you, isn't it? I suppose. It is a recovery run for me. Absolutely. Um, As we start, we're passing uh, a. Film shoot for uh, yeah, an advert. There's some sort of advert going on there. It's all yeah. a bit gorgeous. I yes. said to, I asked what it was. It was a product I hadn't heard of. But, right. Um, uh, I just said we've got microphones on. Later on, we're going to come up and hit up your rider. Yes. And yeah. uh, pretend <laughs> yeah. we work here. Yeah. We said, yeah, that's going to work. Look at that cormorant. Looks like a blooming pterodactyl. Oh, it's nice to see. Some people working around Hackney Marshes because <laughs> the people who open the gate have decided not to work. I think I think it's important to draw this thing early on. As you keenly listeners will note, Paul said last week, Hackney Marshes is open again. Yes. Let's go back. We haven't been for yeah, weeks, it was open and weekend. we can put the unhappiness of not being able to park and getting tickets behind us and move on. Yes, into a new and glorious future. And what happened next, but no, Paul? I. Uh, I went this morning, it's shut. I'll try to maintain good spirits while snowing, but the podcast is costing me. The great thing about this is, this week it wasn't will, my fault. I've I got to, look to at these it. cherries. Sorry, I've got to get a picture of these cherries. These trees, these beautiful trees, there's a pair of trees. And when you're running here, you run between them. And uh, I've been doing it all year long. You know, it's the blooming circuit nice. of the thing. And I remember when they were covered in blossom. And now they're covered in cherries. Beautiful. It's really gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. And of course, it's this. It's nature, isn't it? It's life. It's, nature, it's change. Yeah. It's nature. Constant forward motion. Nature's, tr- nature's open for business. <laughs> Don't sulk. My treehouse. Yeah. Yes, I had a treehouse. All right. My treehouse was in a cherry tree when I was little. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. And in case that gives you this kind of Enid Blyton-esque uh, picture of a hoity-toity upbringing. It was a very small cherry tree next to the shed behind our service thatch house under the flat part of Heathrow. So it was pretty special. Anyway, so you spoke to the guy from the council. What did he say? I spoke to the guy from the council who was rosy-cheeked. After He's obviously been working through the summer. Yep. He's privately owned. They're all furloughed. 
and they can't be bothered coming in. <laughs> so they're coming on the Saturdays for the football. There's a certain amount of conflict between furloughed and can't be bothered coming in. I mean, those are two different things that don't... Well, they're on, if you're on full whack, where's the, where's the impulse? Where's, where's the motivation for that? Well, you're not allowed to, are you? You're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which isn't quite the same as can't be bothered. You, do you sense urgency? <laughs> In anything in their behaviour over the last five months indicated any kind of urgency to serve the public? Yeah, but that's... But the furlough, you're not supposed to go to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come Systemic. on. Systemic. Systemic. Um, but you're coming off a... It's a bit of a shame in a way, yeah, because I was going to say, let's go to Victoria Park so I can relive the happy memories. And I thought, I won't do that because... I'd just be going on about my great North Run. I should have, shouldn't I, shouldn't I? So, so how did it go then, at the, at the weekend? It was you absolutely... Your, uh, you did your virtual great North Run al- alone? Absolutely. It's yeah. really interesting how it worked, because, um, well, first of all, I'll give you the whole story. I was, uh, you know, it was probably exciting. I was getting tense. Right. I mean, it manifested nice. as not quite knowing how it was going to work. Yeah. And checking the app and things like that. But it certainly was an event. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I was saying to my wife that normally, if I was planning on doing a run at the pace at, on a weekend morning, I'd literally, unlike during the week, I'd just be thinking, oh God, I can't be bothered. Whereas I managed to completely reset and think, oh no, the run is on Sunday. Yes. And of course, yeah. the thing that's different from the Great North Run to the London Marathon is it had an official start time. Yeah. So yeah, I had myself all set and quite uh, in a quite pumped up. Um, so tell, tell us how it works. I mean, just the whole. They've they've got an app. Yeah. Which they uh, sort of emailed out last week. Yeah. And they said, get this on your phone, and it's going to have loads of really good surprises, but we won't tell you what they are. Right. And they said, basically, just sign in in the hour before the race starts. And there were two waves. Right. One at half nine, one at about one. Yeah. I signed up for half nine. Yeah. And I turned on the app just like a, another running app, like instead of a, I don't know, RunKeeper or uh, Strava, Carmen. Right. I'm not the person to ask about this stuff. And um, I uh, it immediately, the first thing it did, I did it about nine o'clock. It, it took a took me through a one-minute warm-up. Right. But that's what's interesting. I mean, I didn't do it, of course. Right. <laughs> but um, it's, it showed how clever it was immediately because it just releases the warm-up when I was on rather than at a specific time. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then the app itself was very uh, smart in a number of ways because it was, it was set to start the race in a rigid way, dictated by the world. Yeah. But it was also set to play its little uh, messages and stuff in a specific-to-me way, triggered by my GPS. You see what I mean? Right, okay. So it was announcing how many miles I'd done and stuff. So a very clever bit of programming. And the third thing about it is that it it was quite robust. Like, I could go out and go into different apps. I was listening to music... Yeah. On a different app at the same time. Nice, nice. Which, you know, it all worked together. And that combined with my own attitude, it just really worked, you know. Set Sounds off. Good. Sounds great. It was funny, though, right at the beginning, because they didn't play music all the way around, but right at the beginning they played uh, um, Mark Knopfler's theme from Local Hero. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I had that mashed up with uh, 
uh, hey boy, hey girl by the Chemical Brothers. Right. Okay. And when I say mashed up, it was it was not the tightest bit of DJ. Bit of a, bit of a collision. I was just both songs playing at once. Just both <laughs> playing at once. <laughs> but um, yeah, and lo- and messages and stuff, you know. And uh, messages on the miles, you know. Right. Oh, let's just sting. Oh, that's a terrible sting impression. You've done about four miles. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of oh, thing. Pet. So, in in Pierce. So, I rattled down. Of course, it was a great day as well. Right. As it was even better than today. It's beautiful today. Yeah. But there's a mistiness that cuts straight to. It's going to be hot today, isn't it? It's getting yeah. a bit humid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going Just to be really a bit nice. cool on Sunday morning. But absolutely shinily stunning. And uh, I went to my quickest route to um, Victoria Park. Yeah. And I went around it three times. Nice. And it was really good with the app because sort of twice on each loop right in the middle of it some famous showbiz or athletics Geordie yeah or non-Geordie would come on and say go for it yeah and it, and it was beautiful because it sort of you look it great mate blended in ah oh, Jimmy Deal here yeah <laughs> just busting the toilets <laughs> um, <laughs> the bloke from Spender <laughs> Did Ant and Deck make an appearance? Ant and Deck were right there. Fantastic. They were in a couple of times, and yeah. so was Sting. Nice. And uh, Paula Radcliffe, Mo Farah. That's great. My absolute number one was Steve Cram. Yeah, I was going to ask you whether Steve Cram was there. Oh, he was great. And the thing is, you know, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, But, you know, sometimes it's just that thing between reading it and living it, you know? Yeah. He was totally on message, but he sounded so familiar. He's like, hi, Steve Cram here. If, if, this, if you were actually on the Great North Run course, you'd be going through my old hometown. Yeah. We're like in Jarrow and stuff now. That's nice. That's and really then he nice. And he said, yeah, you're doing absolutely great, and we're all with you. And just remember, you don't need an audience to be your greatest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness. I mean, honestly, that was like, you know, I really heard that with the capital H. Yeah. In every aspect of life, Paul. Yeah. I don't need an audience to be my greatest, do I, Paul? No, no, you don't. Do I? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you, you Steve. And thank you, Steve. But um, so that was the best one for me. Yeah. And uh, and it was. And how did you how did you find it? Just sort of running wise on your own. And yeah. Pace and well, I was rattling. I knew it was going quite fast, and that led to this kind of uh, endorphin drop down. You know. So as I was rattling around Victoria Park. Yeah. I was really enjoying the music, really feeling those messages. The beautiful day. Yeah. And I started thinking, who else is doing this? And literally, as Paula Radcliffe was talking in my ears, saying I was doing great, yeah. um, I saw a couple going the other way who gave me a big smile and a thumbs up. So I'm like, oh, okay. So now I'm 95% sure that they're but doing a great North as well. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another guy. I saw him three times. First time, we didn't clock each other. Second time, we kind of checked in. Yeah. And then the third time, it was all thumbs up and pointy fingers and ee, you know. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about it was, was how virtual it was. Yeah. Because these other people, they were probably running the Great North Run. Yeah. And all these other people who probably weren't running the Great North Run, they might have been running the yeah, Great yeah. North Run. <laughs> yeah. And all these messages, they weren't specifically for me. Yeah. But they were specifically for me. Do you yeah. see what I mean? And uh, like and my own playlist, which is really good, like 25 miles to go by uh, 
Edwin Starr. Right. Such a good song. And it came straight in after that Steve Cram quote. It's like, wow, this is great DJ. It's not DJ. Do you know what I mean? So there was this really beautiful, quite, um, you know, it's on a real mid-run high. Yeah. And and the other little mantra thing I came across in... uh, yeah, you're probably right. Should we go that way and avoid this? Come on, if you want to. Yeah. Doesn't really matter, does it? You just don't get to go past your pylon. <laughs> We're at the top end of uh, Hackney Marshes now. Just pawn this pylon. And you were. Um, my camera ever loads. So, so, what kind of pace were you doing then? What kind of. to get technical? Yeah, yeah. On your ass. Well, I, uh, I didn't know, you know, I didn't look at the thing. And, uh, but I knew it was going well. Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. I, I meant to get this skyline, and uh, we've gone behind the trees. Because look, it looks like space. That's incredible. How many more times do you think we'll see it looking like this this year? Beautiful. That is gorgeous. worth. Yeah, that's gorgeous. A parking ticket to see that, isn't it? That's really. So yeah, um, I went past. You know, I've got a bit of a relationship with Victoria Park Gate. Right. Because I'm not much one for laps. Yeah. But Victoria Park is very big. And, Interesting. So it's kind of a good place to do laps, you know. Yeah. But when you go past the gate, it's always a moment of nailing the courage to a sticking post. Anyway, as I went past the gate, I thought, if you run past it, you have shown yourself that you're not past it. Right. <laughs> huh? That was like one of your bits of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I ran past that gate you twice. Ran past it. Right, okay. And then, yeah, there was a nine-mile announcement. And then I headed off out the gate and I headed home. And the announcements got fewer and further between. Right. Let's go through here and go across yeah. the middle. And um, anyway, I was slightly worried that the app had gone down. I was so excited. It's on such a high in the middle of the run. I was crossing the road about two miles from home. And I looked in to see if I'd slipped off it, you know, lost a connection or something. Yeah. And I hadn't. And at that point, I realised, I saw how long I'd been running. And it was still a bit vague, because I didn't mean to, and I didn't know right. exactly how far I'd gone. Right. But I knew then that I'd done about 11 miles. Right. And it was an hour and 20 minutes. Okay, okay. So that meant... Yeah. You know, good, basically... It's a decent lick, isn't it? That's it's a good, good. lick. Yeah. So good. I cracked on. And the weird thing was then, that completely reset my motivation. It was much quieter. I wasn't in the park anymore. Yeah. And the announcements faded off. And I had one more announcement from Sting. Yeah. Saying, oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely loved You're it. You're doing all right, Rob. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> I'd like to apologise to anyone from or even who's ever been to North East of England that I'm doing one the app, shonky accent. The app hasn't fallen out of it. We're still in contact. And then... It was from here. It's a great experience. But honestly, if you'd called me away at eight miles in, I'd have said it was just the best thing and as good as any real event I'd done. Right. But it did fall off, and I don't know. We'll have to find out if it happened to other people because then I rattled on. Yeah. It was good timing because it meant I maintained my pace for the finish. Right. Which obviously they're the hard miles, and on my route, slight uphill as well. Yeah. And I got back to uh, Newington Green. I thought I'd better run round it to make the time. I had a look at the app again. I had 0.58 of a kilometre to go. Okay. <laughs> I did a loop of Newton Green. Yeah. I thought, well, I must have finished by now. And I looked at my phone. And I had. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was like the most brilliant virtual run, but I didn't have a 
the finish line. Right, of course. I just yeah. assumed that it would come rattling back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had all kind of flags and fanfares at the beginning. They only, they played the red arrows, for goodness sake. Yes. <laughs> I suppose it's very hard to... Because you never know when people are going to finish. Yeah, but it's all so, triggered, isn't it? Those yeah. are all my miles yeah, when I got to yeah, those yeah, miles. Yeah. And yeah. I had announcements at one, two, three, four, five miles, seven, yeah. nine. Right. And that was it. Yeah, that's a shame. So I don't know if you did it, because I, I basically I want to talk about this because it's interesting, but I don't want to take away from it because it was really excellent and specifically did not hamper a really good experience for me. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think I didn't get some of the messages. I think that it stopped right, okay. playing me the stuff. Because surely there was a... You'd have thought so. you think they'd tell something you. At, something at the end. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. on the other hand, I suppose here with a couple of days distance, it's good if there was... Like I say, that the thing was robust enough to carry on measuring me. Right. I mean, imagine if I'd looked down and it just stopped. Yeah, and I yeah, didn't yeah. know how far I'd gone and didn't yeah, have a place. Real, stuff. Yeah. That would have been a killer. Yeah. So it was only the decoration that, that stopped. Right. But the decoration was lovely and it really worked. So it was a shame, but also really pretty. And, you know, and I thought I wasn't going to like it at all. Yeah. And I should imagine that London won't be like that. Yeah. I should think London will be much more of an app and be quite dry. I don't know. It's just my guess. Yeah. A bit like the experiences, you know? Yeah. Because there's there's no more community run than the Great North Run, really, is there? No. No. And, uh, but yeah, so absolutely glorious experience of the slight weirdness there that kind of played into the virtualness of the yes. thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you, and you clocked. And I came in, as I said online the other day, my gold silver bronze were... 135, which is like classic average. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. 140, classic, classic good sub, average, yeah. Sub 140, which actually, I wanted to go a bit lower than that, connected to my marathon training, but we'll say sub 140. Yeah. But anything under 145 was healthy, because like you say, you so, know, I, I didn't know what it's going to be like running without other people. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, may, yeah. I know I'm fit, but I don't know how fast I am. Hour, it's a long hard run, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, and of course, I did a bunch of crossing the road and yeah. avoiding people and stuff. It's not like going out on a closed no, no, road, no, no, you know? no. Anyway, 137.53. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. Which means my average... Pleased with that. I don't know what my actual splits were, but let's assume it was steady, which I think is a fair assumption, not just a guess. Yeah. That's just under seven and a half minute miles. That's great. So it does mean that That's in really terms good. of the psychology of the experience, I was accessing the best part of half a minute off my pace just by thinking oh it's a great last run yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's an interesting it sounds like you had a really good morning yeah it was really good it was really yeah. good I mean and physically I knew it was going well because my thighs started to hurt yeah but you know like I've been using them let's go here yes. I've been running this way it's really nice get us a bit down through the woods um, and so yeah I was really pleased at that time and uh so many variables, you know. It's just great to get out there and experience it. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I'm feeling quite good now. I did all my stretches afterwards, so I didn't seize up. Yeah. I kind of was particularly strict because I knew I'd gone hard. And then, but I felt fine, felt great all day. Yeah. Then yesterday, I was really tired, really wiped out, and uh, did my stretches again. And now here we are. Yeah, it's. Uh it's going to tie you out. It's a proper old run, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And no, 
No nutrition, no drinks. No, I didn't do Just that. Just bang so through it, yeah. Saving that as a uh, marginal gain for, for the London Marathon. Yeah. No, I did have a Erding at Alcohol Free, which is my current reward. I saw that. Anytime I do over 10 miles. Yeah, I clocked that on the old, uh, of those. On the old Facebook, yeah. Oh, gosh, I really look forward to those guys sending me a crate. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait for London Marathon to send me some 40th London Marathon kit. I bet only, you wish they'd do that, don't you, Paul? Only a matter of time before that little parcel arrives. <laughs> and the, so, yeah, talking of London Marathon, that's the last thing about, you know, it was very much a, a training run and a test to see if you can do an event without the pack, you know. Yeah. I, I really felt like an event. And yeah. it was really um, uh, access the pace. And yeah. those few people I checked in with, in quite a special way that made me think they were probably doing it, they were yeah. running the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was really nice. You yeah. don't see many people running the other way when you run London Marathon. I think it's sort of... All the great North Island. It probably suits... Uh, well, you see, what, what, what's that... Uh, what's the mark when it is the run back? There's that five or six miles in the middle, isn't there? Yeah, and in, uh, in Yorkshire, you've got the bit just after halfway. Yeah. And it is always a pleasure. I wrote about that in my book. Yeah. Airpins are great. Think about it at South Sea Park Run. Because when it comes down to it, the maths of it is so satisfying. Yeah. Everyone in the race, yeah. and in a parkrun hairpin, gets to see everyone else. It is nice. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you're right at the front or right at the back. It is the really line nice. goes past itself, you know? Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. This Saturday, last year, this is the anniversary of me uh, doing a Cosby parkrun. Which was uh, really special. We'll have to go up there. Well, I was thinking that one of these days, me and you, when Park Run's back, I've got to show you Crosby Park. I wonder whether, I wonder whether this latest six thing will affect the Park Run coming back. Who knows? Yeah, it could well. It's be interesting. I mean, obviously, although they were, they've been talking about it a lot, and they've, they're still uh, hedging slightly, aren't they? Because they've never said anything other than the end of October. And they yeah. haven't given any specific. I noticed so. races still going on at the weekend. Yeah, with people um, sat in off in. Susie and Sophie did the. And uh, Tessa did the Pilgrim. The Pilgrim Half Marathon, in, yeah. Uh, which looks like. Because, of course, that's a trail half. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and Tessa really went down. But was quite rightly taking pride in that. Yeah. And uh, there was that Richmond 10K at the weekend as well, which Matt did. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Ooh. did Ooh, you yeah. run at the weekend? I went. Oh, I say. I uh. Yeah, I just I just had some easy some easy runs. I fell off the old no booze thing on. Ah, so we're now right in the middle of September. How many, which just one day, shade. or did you go for it a bit? No, I fell off on Friday and Sunday. Hopefully, I'll be back, back on it now. Yeah, yeah. Just uh. Yeah, just some stuff had been sort of family stuff building. It was just it was just pressure really. Yeah. Um. Well, it's serenity now, isn't but, it? So you if know. you're going to be that strict. You've got to be able to, um, you know, think of that fall as a very small fall. Just get back on, you know. Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping so. Hurt. I'm hoping so. Um, but the hangovers, hangovers were pretty bad because, of course, nothing changes. 
yes. you know, the situation that you're dealing with doesn't change. Yeah, you yeah. just feel worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, the it's temporary the, relief. It's the good and the bad of escape, isn't it? You're yeah. escaping, but when you finish escaping, you just come back. Here we are. <laughs> Everywhere you go, there you are. So, uh, Enjoy the company when you're travelling alone. Yeah. yeah. And make sure each journey yeah. you take is journey So, home. But I've got this... Uh, so I missed doing the... Uh, I just missed doing the club handicap, which I've been looking forward to. Yeah. I was just in no state to do it. Yeah. Um, Did you hear anything re- about it? Real shame. Did I what? Did you hear anything about it? Yeah, Did it just looked good. It looked stuff. good. Yeah. I saw it on Facebook. They all had a good time. It's um, interesting. One of the things I like, feels very 2020 to me, that at the weekend events very much came back. Yeah. But some were real and some were virtual. Yes. Yeah. Like, as long as people had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all good, right? Absolutely, of course. And I've got, I have got this half marathon at the weekend, which I'm hoping to do. Yeah. They've sent me details, and I'm going to go and do it. I uh, think that um, the uh, Pilgrims one sounded like you said yours was going to be. It seemed like, that, in a way, the, uh, for want of a better word, I'm using inverted commas here, serious races are quite good for distancing and stuff because they're designed to work in kind of waves anyway. Yes, I suppose you know, so. Yeah. So breaking them up and saying, you go this time, you go this time. Yeah. For kind of uh, running club people and yeah, yeah, people yeah. who've done track meets. No, it it's is like, good. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, whereas the Great North Run, you need complete democracy. You know, you need... Those massive events, You need Alan yeah. Shearer saying, I can never run that far. I can yeah. never <laughs> run that far. And uh, uh, Porter Radcliffe saying, yeah, I did it in... Half an hour, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's uh, it. Sounds good, and the events of any kind coming back sounds sounds good, doesn't it? Gives people a bit of focus yeah, and a bit of community. Yes. Yeah. 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 And what do you think then? Um, three weeks to London. What about whether to do it? Because yes. I realise that I'm, I am down to do it. Yeah, which is, uh, <laughs> it just goes to show, dear listener, you know, they got in touch and said, the thing is, you're totally welcome to your celebrity places, we'd love to have you, but the way it's working this year, it's just kind of technical, you just got to click on the button and pay the 20 quid. Right. So I did. Paul said, 20 quid, and he didn't do it. Yeah. But because he's Paul Tonkinson, we must send him some shorts, <laughs> they put him on the start line anyway. <laughs> The, the, the invisible start line. That's right. The magic start That's line. the other thing, is you're obviously a little bit um, uh, cynical about virtual runs. No, no, no. I, th- I just think it's uh, cer- certain character types. Yeah, that's Just fair. different characters. That's fair enough. And I would add to that, that um, exactly, I mean, for me, the, is, that's, you're absolutely right there, because for me, you know what this run on Sunday was? It was a run for a person who loves running in headphones. Yes, yeah, yeah, totes. You totes, know, so yeah. that just really fits. But equally, you've got another level of... Um, different attitude to marathons and I think you're still on a journey of when and why would I run a marathon if I wasn't going to run the fastest marathon I've ever run yeah maybe I mean maybe. I know that that's I know that you I'm a little bit I've come a little bit off that just just because of general physiological facts yeah just the, the facts of the, the facts on the ground and the fact that you did it you know for positive yeah. and for negative you know what yeah. I mean but I think also after last week you were saying about the old uh, was it the Camino, the Welling Garden City? Yes, thing. yeah. You know, you could totally, you could literally do the London Marathon as a training run. Yeah, it's absolutely, and that's something I'm contemplating doing. Let's see how this half goes. Yeah, and then I'll make a call on it. I, I won't be able to do a marathon as fast as you want to do a marathon. I don't. No, well, that's the thing. I, I just don't think I, I will. So, in a way, uh, you know, because <laughs> I'm totally selfishly, it's better for me if you 
don't do it because then I can use you in some way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But since yeah. what we were saying last week and what I just said about headphones, you know, that doesn't, that's not a good enough reason for you not to do it. No, I'll see how I feel about it. And anyway, if that's the case, you could end up being my Mickey D in Berlin. And yeah. while I aim too high and crash and burn, you come through and get a better time than you're expecting. Yeah, maybe. Da, da, da. I just haven't got the miles in my legs yet, but this, this Camino Ultra is quite a cool-sounding name, isn't it? Yeah. That's late November. I used to have a bottle of uh, Camino Ultra shower gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camino Sponsored Ultra by for Camino. the man who likes to run 30 miles. The man who likes to run down the towpath when hideously unfit. You create enough run. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. But, uh... Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that as like a new experience, and I want to be. I think we should express all runs as adverts for aftershave. Yeah, <laughs> London yeah, Marathon. No. So whether there's you basically those are the parentheses. Um, I'm just going um, On the one hand, you've got how you feel after your half. Yeah. And on the other hand, you've got that ultra to train for. Yes, so it's absolutely. Good that it's in a no, story. No, it, does, it, does, it does fit. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So yeah, not so much cynical as personally sceptical. No, it, it, more, more sort of thinking that it just wouldn't suit my nature. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I am I'm more instinctively sociable than you, aren't I? We're both sociable people, but I I like a mass start and chatting to everyone and running yeah, with people. I just I just like it. I like it. I like all that. And oh, so it would just feel a bit. He? Yeah, he's doing well. He disapproved me taking. <laughs> So, uh, and also I'm not very good with technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even just running with a phone would just do my head in. Yeah, that's true. But um, I will say that the, um, as I say, the, uh, 
it was pretty robust, the old Great North Run. Yeah. I yeah. think you would be able to hit the button at the beginning and put it in, a, in that back zip pocket they've specially built into the back of your London Marathon shorts there. Right, yeah, yeah, oh, that's nice, yeah, <laughs> special. Yeah, nice yeah, in amongst yeah. the red. Yeah. I can't believe that I am talking about your blooming running clothes. Uh, <laughs> the Frosty's t-shirt. Uh, Listen, we've got, still we've got, we've got to get on the big issue of the day, which we talked at the end of the podcast last week. But realise you want to talk about in the podcast, you okay? Yeah, go on, yeah, I think I might have changed my recorder, but you carry on. Big issue. Yeah. You're okay. And that was uh, the wetlands fiasco. Oh, gosh, yes, of course. We've got about this. The, uh, the wetlands nature reserve in, you in Hackney. It. Well, we've, we've both got two sides of a very similar story. Well, I was going to say that that's the, that's the outcome here. And I'm still, of course, still going to tell you the story. But I'll just give you this. You can tell it's a fairly shocking socio-cultural story because we're almost on exactly the same page in terms of our reaction. <laughs> that really says something. Yes, it does. It cuts across the culture wars. Well, it does for us anyway. For other, interesting for other people, I don't think it does. But anyway. Last time we went to Whoopi Wetlands, for listeners, just to give you context, we were running down, around there with Tom Price. Yes. And he was telling us the most... Um, the scariest bit of his recent times, and we're having a lovely time going down those wood chips through the woods. Yeah, we're loving it because it's a place of peace and, and runners like it. We had a bit of trouble there a couple of years ago when we were told not to run across the bridge because it disturbed wildlife. Yeah. Which annoyed us a bit, but we sort of... You can just about accept the logic of that. Yeah. Just about. I know, I even know. even though people with you know baby strollers and whatever... It's, it's, Mobility. It's yeah, it's sort of... A bit weird, but it's a nature reserve. Yeah. It's for nature. It was closed a lot during just, It pandemic. just opened, didn't it, in mid-August? Or it just opened in mid-August, August, and we thought, fantastic. No, July. Do you remember? It was the next day after we were there, right in the middle of July. Yeah, we can run around. It's going to be great. So excited. So I popped around on a longish midweek run the other day. There was a sign, no runners or joggers, because it disrupts wildlife and makes social distancing difficult. Yeah. So I ignored it. Right. Because I just thought, yeah, I thought that's obviously absurd. You know, I'm Paul Tongans. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, have you not seen my shots? No, I just ignored it because I like to ignore things that I disagree with. And uh, it's just my instinct. Um, disagree and I, or ignore? And it also both. made no, no sense to me. <laughs> that was your internal complaint. Yeah. <laughs> disagree or ignore? Today, both. So I, so I ran on. And then there were some uh, people obviously linked with the Wildlife Trust doing a bit of gardening or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I got lots of, excuse me, excuse me. We shot, again, I ignore. You can't do that, excuse me. And then some woman loudly shouted an insult, which rhymes with bat. Right. Should we leave it like that? Would people know that? She be- uh, begins with a T and you rhymes You silly with, cat. Yeah, be- begins with a T and rhymes with bat. Loudly ringing in my ears. Yeah. As I continued my merry way round. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mary's Ign- a bit strong at this stage. But, but ignoring them, I'm not going to rise to that. I'm used to the shrill voice of indignation yeah. as I merrily do what I essentially want. Yeah. Um, and then I was cut off at the cafe by a very gentle young Irish lad who just explained the policy we can't have run in because it disrupts the wildlife. I said we've been running there for years with no obvious disruption. I also pointed out the fact they have events at the cafe. Yeah, I went to a great party there. Yeah, involving loud music. Undoubtedly. I saw a kingfisher on the river there, so I didn't just while we're here. Look at the river. Oh, yes, if it suits, they can do loud music. Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly, they're okay with that because it brings in revenue. It's not consistent, is it? I also pointed out the 
the laughing kids by the side of the river, etc. Yeah. And in terms of social distancing, it's an absolute nonsense, isn't oh it? Oh, God, just... look, over there. I'm so glad we came here. Look at that heron. Just on the log on the other side. Can you see it? Let's have a look. I don't know whether I can see that one. Whereabouts is it? Just that way. Just oh, right. wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. Majestic. That's brilliant, isn't it? Majestic. Beautiful. Okay, so, so yeah, you pointed out. So and, okay. and also the nonsense of it makes social distancing impossible. I mean, people are running in all kinds of parks, areas. <laughs> Individuals just, we make space and that, yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. isn't it? It's sort of yeah, and, and looking at that from the other side, you know, some <laughs> runners aren't the best social distances. No, they're not, no. But that doesn't mean yeah. you can ban runners. That's, uh, just, that's, that's As indeed all walkers. I mean, I pointed out exactly. to him, I said, surely you see the absurdity of this. And he could tell. He, he found it hard to be the front man you of made such, him a, uncomfortable. Yeah, such yeah, a bizarre yeah. policy. And then I left and that's it. That is, it's gone now, hasn't it? Yeah, I was that's so sorry. I had a sim- very similar experience. I went in there and I didn't see the sign. Right. So I was gleefully running around thinking, oh, literally, it's like the second time I've been back and I yeah. went there specially. I love it here. This is it so is good nice. for the soul. Took some pictures, saw a big group of people, and I avoided them to make the point, you know, not knowing that that was the thing. Right. I thought these people might be the kind of people who would disapprove of me. So I kind of ran off the path and went through the grass on the slope, looped around them with a big smile on my face. They might have been calling me a silly cat. I had my headphones on. Right. (laughs) I got around to the cafe. It was really busy, so I kind of took it slow, stopped and stood out of the way as some people came past. And then as I got to the woody bit, the bridge bit. Yeah. Um, this guy stopped me, and I was crossed. And I was like, "What are you He said, first of all, thanks for stopping back there." Yeah. And secondly, um, you can't run here. And I said, "Since when?" He said, "Since Monday." And they literally closed it while I went. I went to Wales, and they closed right. it. Right. I came back, and I'm running through there. And I was just gutted. I was. Yeah, cr- yeah. I mean, I was really cross, but I thought, in context, I'm on the back foot here. You know, we yeah, did. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree. I think it's just. Uh, they were waiting for a chance to ban runners from there. Absolutely. And they yeah. took it, which also undermines, you know, if, if they're being disingenuous about that, then they're taking wildlife and social distancing's name in vain. Well, I think you know they're definitely I mean? taking social distancing. I think the wildlife thing feels a bit... It feels a bit of a stretch. I think the reason... When you're still having parties. Because the thing is, they've, you've never been allowed to cycle there. So right. I reckon that when they first thought that, literally however long ago it was, you know, that when they first thought that, they uh, uh, thought, yeah, we should get rid of cyclists, yeah, and runners. Oh, we can't do that. But the seed was planted. Yes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so they've yeah, been yeah. waiting for this chance. Yeah. Also, I don't want to dig too deep into other people's business, but I happen to know that there was some fairly high-handed management there with regard to the cafe. Right. So... We absolutely love Woodbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Woodbury, but Woodbury, I have Woodbury, to yeah. say, they've, they're on a promise in terms of impressing us, in terms of the way they run the place. Right. And we say, boo! Yes, don't boo. we, Paul? Boo! boo you, sir. Hey, well, it's uh, what annoys me about it is it kind of ties into a kind of just a slight anti-runner thing that's been coming to seem as as still as acceptable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's runnerist, isn't it? It's runnerist. It's, you know, it's, it's like totally the idea that we're more destructive of wildlife than discos, young kids, people shouting on mobiles. Yeah. It's just not true. No, and it is. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I think there's a wider. I think that in the national dialogue, dis- disapproving of social groups 
has become uh, permitted. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Yes. I don't believe in it. Yeah, I don't think you should uh, ever stereotype a group of people as behaving the way you perceive way. some individuals. Absolutely, in absolutely, yeah. And people say, you know, fashionable counter argument is well, you can run. There's loads of places you can run. Why are you so selfish to it? It's not really. It's not selfish. Well, we've run there for years, and it's beautiful, and it gives people peace. Yeah. It gives runners peace who need help with mental health. They're stealing our peace. But it also protects the wildlife. We are wildlife. That's right. Do you know? It's like, well, I remember that. There's right. this disconnection between. I'd actually <laughs> forgotten. I'd forgotten that the the thing where the, someone got this running on that woody bit. And I thought, you know, I love you know me. I love the birds. Of course. And well, look. I, I mean, thought, look. Our podcast is testament to that. Yeah. And if these. This wildlife, if they can't survive someone trotting across the wood in yeah. their specially curated wetlands. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to survive. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. still in London. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? You can't stop the planes. You are in over. the middle of Hackney. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, talking of wildlife, it is so nice. It's a shame about the uh, car park and everything because I'm really looking forward to coming back here with you because this is that classic oh, Indian beautiful. summer. I kind yeah. of. Me and my wife have been predicting this, and yet autumn started so autumnally yes. that it was impossible to imagine. It jumped in quite abruptly, didn't it? it? Here it is. It is. It, and it's, uh, well, as marathon training evolves, I'll just park elsewhere and just run here yeah. as, I get, as I get more. Well, we could always like. meet at a different corner, of course. There's all yeah. kinds of different access points. Yeah. We haven't met at, You might be able to park at the old Copper Mills Lane car park. Right. And then there's, as you say, there's running here. Wait a minute, marathon training? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I've left it pretty late, though. I mean, Does that count as a verbal contract? Literally two weeks away, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's not like you're, you're not coming from a point of not no, no, no. at all. No. I, I've got to squeeze this long run in. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw... Do you follow Monty Don on Twitter? I don't know whether I do, actually. No. What was, what's he been um, saying? The other day he said, because in his sort of gardening workshop... He had a nest of swallows actually inside. Right. He's there gardening. We saw it on TV. Yeah. He's doing Gardener's World with swallows flying in and out. It was just so... Nice. Um, idyllic. Yeah. And he just said the other day, the swallows are gone. Right. <laughs> the skies are silent. It was really like... It was sad, really sad, but so poetic and yes. temperish. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember that. I remember standing here after running with you and there were just swifts flying all around me like yeah. something out of a film. It was incredible. Yes, They've all gone. They'll be back. Yeah. No, this is gorgeous. They've all gone because we're running. Stop running. Yeah. <laughs> You're disturbing us. I do love the marshes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's... Uh, I'll see how this... Uh, See how this half marathon goes. Yeah, yeah. At the weekend, I'm just going to try and. Run. I mean, the truth is, I haven't even run 13 miles for a long time. No, no. I'm planning on a long run tomorrow, about just running for time, running for about two hours to get my body used to it again. And how far do you think you'll go in two hours? I'll probably run about half marathon in two hours. I'm not going to run any faster than that. Yeah, yeah. Just for a training run, trying to loosen my legs up. Yeah. Do a bit of speed work on Thursday, Friday, then have a rest and then just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But I'll be lucky to get anywhere around 140, 135, 140. Yes. Depending on the course. But it'll be really good for me to do. Yeah. 
just well, really good to get that length of effort in, isn't it? You know, it was really interesting. Uh, my uh, timing the other day. Do you want to go back down through the trees around the edge? We'll go around the edge. Around the edge. Just mix it up. Um, because I one thirty seven fifty three, just under one thirty eight. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I was aware that one seven thirty seven thirty in the rough brush strokes version of is that means I can get my perspective marathon time. Right. I didn't quite get that thirty. Right. You know, Twenty three <laughs> seconds really counts. But yeah. I had to literally completely stop twice. Yes. In yeah. The yeah. Last yeah. two miles to cross roads. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I would. I'd factor in at least a minute because of tra- traffic stuff. And uh, but the other thing is I wrote down my time wrong for a bit. One thirty eight fifty three. Right. I did the maths on it. And it was just over seven and a half minute miles. Right. And the time actually was just under. It's nice to get under that. Psychologically, it was right on the yeah, cusp. Yeah, that is nice to get under that, yeah. So, so yeah, I think there's not that much I can do about my marathon from here. The no. two issues are getting exactly the right number of miles in my legs, i.e. doing a fair bit of running now for the last week or so. Yeah. And then tapering well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other one is accessing again. That excitement, that sense of a genuine event yeah. um, that I accessed on Sunday. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that that I think is a positive rather than negative is that it's not going to be the same as Sunday. No, you know, I'm not doing the Great North Marathon. I'm going to have to take what I learned from that and use it on this. I bet you'll see, you might see more people out there. I'm sure there's a lot of Londoners running Great North Run, but I won't yeah. be surprised if you see more people out in groups of four or five doing it together. That's right. or and the other thing is that if you get to a point where like I was the other day, you only have to have the idea that there's other people out there running it with you. Yes. For it to become, you become this kind of, of a cloud of society and joy. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty nebulous. You feel part of a collective. Yeah, and it's absolutely beautiful. And, uh, and then going right back to it, autumn marathons. One, autumn marathons it's the fast marathon, right? Yeah. Two, I've done it right the last couple of years in Yorkshire. Yeah. That's where my good marathon times come from. And three, Yorkshire, it's very nippy. It's a little bit bumpy. Yes, so it is. So I can't be too worried about inclines and things. Yeah. Quite the opposite. Just boom and take them off and get the old head down. Yeah. You know? Although and not the, get the head down. Not and the course you've chosen is flat, isn't it? So. It's not that flat, just because right. it isn't in North London, you know? Yeah. But it, there's no hills. Right. No, it's, as, it's at least as flat as Yorkshire. Right. And um, so I did both my last two Yorkshire marathons with three, very close to 3.33. Last year it was just over, like 3.33 and five seconds or something. Right. Maybe short longer, but it was within 30 seconds of the year before, which is 3.32.50 something. So that, that's the three minutes I've got in my size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've done, I've done sub three and a half before, and that's way under my PB, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility. It isn't, though. But from right now, from this Tuesday, with two and a half weeks to go, I've got to really carefully target that sub 330. Yeah. It would be great. Yeah, no, that would be great. I wouldn't great. expect to get it by anything more than a few seconds. So that would be... So I'm times in... 137 by 2 315. Exactly. So I've got and the that, classic double so it in 15 minutes. That's so you've got, you got your cushion. You've got your 15 cushion. Yeah. yeah. And I think in real terms, I know we talk about going off too fast and stuff, but my genuine tactic will be to try and access that pace, the, my kind of 730 pace. Yeah. 
and then hold it for as long as possible. And when I slow down, not slow down too much. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll, you'll need to, you will need to factor in some kind of nutrition then, won't you? Or some yeah, kind I'll of juice. Yeah, I said to you, I'll do, I'll do small oaty fruity breakfast. Yeah. Then I will do uh, uh, gel and hydrate after halfway, anytime around 14, 15 miles. Right. And then I'll uh, gel and hydrate seven miles later, about 21. Yeah. Nice that's about it. Nice, and I'm going to yeah. do 10 miles. My first 10 miles, we're on, this, we're on the southeast corner of Hackney Marshes as I speak. And my first, this is the first kind of landfall in the way, because I'll come straight out of my house to here, run to Hackney Marshes, and then cut a beeline to this corner. Yeah. Then go around Hackney Marshes twice. Nice. Beeline back to my house. That's 10 miles. Right. So that's the first one hour, 15 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Past my house. Down to Victoria Park, Beeline. Yeah. Twice around Victoria Park, straight back to my house, and then that last six. Right. Maybe next time we run, I'll show you my final six. No, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, let's do that. It'd be really good for you psychologically to go to the last six. Yeah. And then uh, uh, avoid the wetlands. I'm not going to the wetlands. That would would be a real downer, wouldn't it? Midway through the wall. Excuse me. Excuse me. Are you aware that you're going to... You appear to be huffing and puffing, near a goose. Are you huffing and puffing, near a goose? You're disturbing. I I don't want that. I want someone saying... Ah, oh, no, it's, spe- it's Spender here. You're doing You're really well, and a half <laughs> You're doing really well, <laughs> um, uh When you go for your long run, mm. remember what Steve-O said, right? You want to get imbibe your water. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to download a Runcom pod because you're on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's the third thing? Loop up. Get a loop. Oh, yes. It's fine it. for a long run. Guess Let's it. get this done. I haven't lubed up in a long while. That's that almost it. worth doing the long runs, isn't oh, it? Oh, I vast like a good <laughs> on Sunday. It was beautiful. Get the vast on the working parts, mate. With Paul Tonkinson and Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.